This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, November 28, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. Elaborate financial models have replaced myriad human judgments in so much of banking, and that supplanting of human assessment helped set the stage for the financial crisis. So says author and Cato Institute adjunct scholar Kevin Dowd. We spoke about how banks are told to value capital and how bankers game that system at the Cato Institute's 29th Annual Monetary Conference held November 16th. You've written about uh, risk-based capital standards and other capital standards that international regulators uh, foist upon banks, basically telling them you have to have so much here, so much here, and so much here. Uh, in terms of your portfolio, in order to have an adequately tolerable level of risk over your entire portfolio. Now, you talk about the old system was a system of just assigning risk weights to various groups, various kinds of investments. And uh, before we get into the problems of the new system, what were problems with that system? Well, the old system involved completely arbitrary risk weights. So it, it said basically that uh, a commercial bond had a 100% risk weight. An OECD government bond had a zero risk weight. So think about Greece, which is a zero default risk. Now, so that old system was never reformed. The Greek government debt still has a zero risk weight under this, under this uh, approach to capital ad- adequacy requirements. That encouraged the banks massively into sovereign debt which is one of the key problems of the Eurozone crisis. Everybody's right. holding, the banks are holding too much government debt. And we have a new system that is based less on arbitrary in that sense, that is, you're just saying this is worth 20%, this is 100%, this is zero, uh, of a model that designates risk weights that sort of move around with various indicators that people use to judge the risk. Exactly. Under especially under Basel II, which the United States never implemented wisely in retrospect, uh, there was much more emphasis to risk models. You use your own in-house risk model, for example, a credit risk model, to determine your credit risk capital requirements. But these things are horribly, horribly flawed. And, of course, the the industry, the banks, were gaming these uh, using risk measures that massively underestimated risk and so forth which is one of the reasons why the Europeans got so badly hit with the financial crisis. We all use proxies to make decisions. Yes. And these models are a proxy for the judgment of individuals about the risk associated with certain, not just asset classes, but actual assets. I think that is how it's often portrayed. Isn't that what it's it's supposed to be, right? That's what people say. But I think that's way too kind because the, the risks, we both know that risks are basically subjective. They're trying to use a more objective, model-based approach. The true agenda behind this is driven by the industry itself, which wants low capital requirements in the same way that everybody wants low taxes. So the, the real question we should be asking is why, has the indus- why is there a capital adequacy problem in the first place? The answer to to that has to do with deposit insurance, too big to fail, various inducements uh, to take excessive risks. So that is a very real problem. But the capital adequacy solution is not a solution at all. It just does not work. If we look at Basel II, Basel II was just coming into play. All the banks were more than adequately capitalized under Basel I or Basel II, depending on European versus American. And then the banking system crashed. 
So what clearer, clearer um, evidence does one want that it does not work? Would you, is it fair to say that it's almost by definition that using a model to assign uh, weight to various risks that you're taking on uh, is going to be more complicated and perhaps definitionally worse than using some arbitrary weight, say, okay, this is the class, that's the weight. Well, what I would say is that using a model, the way the models have been used, uh, involves the underlying fallacies of econophysics, you know, that we're importing physical science modes of thinking into social science situations and ignoring the differences between them, the fact that agents are intelligent, that they game each other, that they have incentives and so forth. So the whole thing is fundamentally flawed in that respect. But the other thing is that uh, risk is subjective. And in the end, the best risk managers are people who just have a sense of the, of the situation and, and who, who also work under appropriate incentive structures. And that's the problem that the banks have an incentive to take too many risks and the capital adequacy uh, sort of um, solution to, to force them to be stronger patently does not work. And Basel III won't work. Basel four, five, six won't work. They have the same basic flaws. You can tinker with it, you can raise the capital requirements, but you can't stop the banks gaming the system. But I think models make the problem of gaming the system worse. Yes. That, that is, oh, yes. it's, it's, it's something that only a few people have access to, yes. only a few people understand, yes. and therefore only a few people know how to game. Not just that, that is all correct, but also that the, the banks have the, uh, always have the edge over the regulators. They can outgun them in every respect. And they can uh, f uh, confuse them with science and minor technical details and so forth, knowing very well that the regulators are not up to the job of, of uh, A, understanding, and B, being able to, to withstand the, the pressure e to the extent that the regulators do understand the problem. They haven't the resources to deal with this. Based upon this discussion that we've had just here just now, what would you say to the Occupy Wall Street uh, protesters who are concerned, and perhaps legitimately so, about uh, the ability of banks to do exactly what you just said, which is snooker regulators at, at every step of the way. I have a lot of sympathy with them, that, that they're right to be angry about the banks. The banks have ripped the system off, they still are, uh, but where, uh, uh, they're right to be angry with the politicians who have allowed all this to happen. Where I have deep worry is that the Occupy Wall Street and similar groups across the world, they don't have a clear focus and a clear solution. And it often gets translated into, let's just attack the capitalist system. And, and so my analogy here is that we might all be cheering when the Bastille is brought down, but we, we might support that for different reasons. And, and I think a leadership, a leaderless, incoherent sense of public anger is a very dangerous thing, even when the anger is justified. Kevin Dowd is author of The Alchemists of Loss and is a Cato Institute adjunct scholar. We spoke at Cato's 29th Annual Monetary Conference. You can listen to or watch the full conference at cato.org.